When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Temptation Island Rehab Up. I am one of your hosts, Maggie Morgan, and with me today is the incredible, the incomparable, the one and only hot dummies on islands aficionado herself, the Apple Podcasts one and only of great fame, Kirsten McKinnis. How are you today, Kirsten? <laughs> Maggie, I'm doing great. That was such an amazing intro. I feel like you were saying such a positive tone, but then you're like, hot dummy aficionado. And I'm like, it's not an insult. Like, uh, <laughs> Not an insult. Are you kidding? That's such a positive thing because your feed ended up on the Apple, like, um, suggested this week, which is amazing. Your hot dummies on islands feed. So it's, excited it's for you. Hot so proud on of you. Islands feed. It's not just mine. It, it is currently ours, but it gets it's yours forever. You know, like it, it's oh it, the, the one constant is Kirsten, which is why people keep coming back. You know, it's like <laughs> if if not for the hot dummies, it's of course for Kirsten. <laughs> okay, well, I'll take the compliment, but yes, very exciting week. Um, really uh wish that we'd had a more exciting episode of Temptation Island to talk about to uh mm-hmm. to push us forward, but that's okay because we'll have a great time anyways, especially with our fabulous guest. Yes, mm. we have an amazing guest. You can already hear him moaning in the distance. <laughs> We have with us <laughs> the uh, co-host of the, <laughs> this is not, this is an audio only podcast, but if you could see Jacob, he is starting to disrobe from his tank top. Um, he is the co-host on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City Rehab Up with me on the Rehab Up feed. And um, he is the one. The only there, there really, truly is only one, Mister. And thank God, because how could we deal with more than one? Oh, a terror on wait, guys. (laughs) Wait, I'm excited to I'm excited to be here with y'all. I'm excited to be here with y'all. I honestly feel as though this is the three most sexiest people in RHAP on one podcast. Hard agree. Ever, I don't think this has ever been done before. I feel like just the the um, sexual chemistry in this triangle that we have here is like very strong i think it's, it's going to impede all the microphones and radios and stereos that's this is coming out of. so i'm like mm, you know jacob is like this with like everyone he podcasts with though. like the way that jacob <laughs> oh, yeah. will be with taryn and be like oh t- like turns so sexy and then he'll be with like with anyone <laughs> we got person we got as one of our reviews of our uh, Real Housewives podcast. It was like, I cannot listen to this anymore. All Jacob does is pronounce words wrong. And all Maggie does is flirt with Jacob. And I was like, you know, where's the lie? Like, if no, you, honestly, you don't enjoy it, then you won't enjoy us. So, no, you know, literally. it is what it is. I mean, Wait, guys, Jacob also like mislocates geography too. <laughs> That's actually, we got a review on this feed that was like, I had to stop listening because Jacob didn't know where Alaska is. And I'm like, if you don't recognize the podcast gold of one of the like top five moments that has ever happened on the hot dummies feed, like, then we don't want you. No, honestly, yeah. that moment, I remember that. I was still in, I was still in Texas when I when that happened. Oh my god! And I really did not know where Alaska was. And now I do though. It is. I was thinking of Switzerland though. 
Wait, now what? I know. Wait, okay, let's let's not go. Let's not digress. Yeah, let's, let's not, not let's not because let, I don't think anybody I think that it may end up worse for you if you try to explain yourself. Wait, I, but guys, <laughs> I'm like, you were thinking Australia. I don't understand. Wait, okay, I'm the the place down under, whatever. We're not getting into this again, folks. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna to we're done. Temptation mm-hmm. Island, and I'm very excited to talk to y'all about this because mm-hmm. um I kind of just binged all four episodes today while right. I was working and different emo like when when I see like because I really don't watch dating shows romantic shows people having sex on mm-hmm. shows I just don't do that it's just like I can go on the web you know I can go through my phone <laughs> if I want to see some of that um but <laughs> wait I'm sorry the idea huh? that Jacob's like I don't watch like evening television reality shows like The Bachelor because all I want to do is watch porn is like I mean the most perfect ever. It's like I recall Jacob Jones being like a big Love Island stan at one point. So I feel like he's wait, 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 wait. No, you're right. Okay. Besides Love Island, I don't watch any other dating like (laughs) other research. I really don't. I don't watch The Bachelor. I don't watch I just don't I just don't do it. I just don't do it. Mm-hmm. But when I do watch shows like this and I don't get the same appeal from Love Island, because well Love Island has made me cry certain times. But I put myself in their mindset and like I like how would Jacob Jones, you know, mm-hmm. process this information and it brings me to tears because I think of my about my actual life, my actual relationships in the past and somewhat now. And I'm like, oh my like and I just I was literally bawling on my couch, like thinking like me yelling at x y and z saying how dare you don't do that bullshit you know what i mean like all this type mm-hmm. of stuff and so it really gets me in my feels and it gets me ready to cuss a lot of people out <laughs> so Jacob, Jacob, would you go on this show hell no yeah. if anyone like it's only this <laughs> this is a, this is a show for dummies like this is literally <laughs> like like stupidity it's so stupid you're like this is who would you're gonna go on a show with your relationship oh i want to test it out Throw your man in the street. Throw your man in the mm-hmm. in the middle of, of of Harlem, New York, or somewhere. You know, give him the a la carte of women that he wants, and then see. Like you, don't, you don't gotta go to an island where you know that homeboy gonna get a boner. You know that homegirl gonna get. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm saying. And so people, no, who do yeah, that are, they're like they're stupid. It's, Wait, Maggie, which couple do you know? Because which couple? Jillian do you know? and Edgar. Jillian and Edgar, blonde, curly, and uh, I know, poem I know what man. you're talking about. I know what you want. I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, but yeah, they, we'll so, never go on the show. Yeah, I mean, I really do feel like this show is like masochistic to go on because, like, you are just going to like have to watch your partner possibly have sex with someone, like, while a camera is pointed directly in your face to like get your raw reaction, and like nobody in the entire universe should ever have to do that. Like, no unless that's what you want. Some people, of course, have different Mm -hmm. tastes. We're not judging here. We're not judging. No. I, I want to meet you. If you do have this hepatitis, DM me because I want, I, I need to, I need a well-rounded friend group. And if you are willing to go on the show, I need to know you because I just don't know anyone. I would, yo, go on this show, test your relationship. No, I'm good. Like I already, I already yeah. don't trust the person I'm with. You know what I mean? So why would like, mm-hmm. this is, oh, I don't know if I want to end up, we'll break up before like do, go, go out and date Tom and Bill text the one you were just sleeping with the other day as some of the people have done. Like don't go on a show to meet 12 single guys and 12 single women just to like, oh, this stupid, like I'm not stupid, less than smart to me. I, and I would never, I will. I will say it's. I say so that now, but I'm on season five. <laughs> <laughs> I will yeah, watch. Kirsten and I will be talking about you. <laughs> I would die. Like literally, nothing would make me happier than to get to talk about Jacob Jones on any one of these shows. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. It would bring me just so much happiness. I'm a very Completely. like. I'm a very sensual person, so I would definitely, you know, get caught up. Oh um I, so the way that we <laughs> I'm going to gloss over that one um the way that we have been going through the episodes Jacob is we've just been going couple by couple and sort of just talking about their like journey along the episode mm-hmm. and because like very few things happened before I mean like most of the episode was before the bonfire but like we can lump those in with like the couple that it's related yeah. to so 
Why don't we start off? Who is your, who are you most excited to talk about Jacob? Like what couple are you like, I gotta, I gotta talk about this, these people. Hot take or couple that like I love that like I, I'm rooting Whichever for. one you're excited to talk about. It could be because you hate them or because you love them. Okay. Let's talk about, um, let's, let's, let's talk about, well, this is the couple that evoked the most emotion out of me, specifically the Great. girl. The woman, mm-hmm. Ashley and um, her dude. It's so many guys in the show. Let's start off with them because Ashley makes she like anytime that she's like having a reflective moment about their relationship. I like start to get very emotional because I'm like, mm. this girl just wants to be loved and wants to like hear that she's loved. And I feel like LaSalle be. Can you cuss on here? Yeah, yeah. Can I can I be like more raunchy than I would like on a normal like on yeah, you, uh, like a like, big brother side? If if you cross a line, I'll yell at you. Okay, perfect. <laughs> well, I I like LaSalle, he earlier in this season, I was like, homeboy, what are you doing? Because he was slinging his dick from from north to west, like uh, at least mm-hmm. trying to, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. Ashley over there, like, oh yeah, I kinda like you, and then having to watch this man do this, and then he messing with um of trace and i love mm-hmm. trace and especially this episode i love trace i was like you get him girl but i didn't like that she went back but i mean you know your heart wants what your heart wants but he's just so he was just so stupid to me prior to this episode but this episode i was mm-hmm. kind of like okay you're not as dumb as i thought you're a little strategic but you're not as dumb mm-hmm. as i thought but i just feel so bad for ashley because i probably in that place probably will always be in a place where I'm just like, I want to feel love. And even though like you can say it, like if your actions, I want to like, I want to feel that you want me. I want to feel, I, I want to feel known. I want to feel seen in all mm-hmm. capacities in this relationship. And the fact that she isn't, and it's just like, I feel bad for her and I want her to like get out. Well, and like they've been together seven years and he has <laughs> never been emotional with it. Like, obviously it's, it's not clicking. If no. in seven years he's never cried to her, he's never expressed emotions. To her. Like, it just feels so wild that over a course mm-hmm. of a relationship that long, he's never felt that way one time in front of her. It just, mm-hmm. like, I think is, six months can- if someone had never cried in front of me, I'd be like, you don't really love me. No, yeah, also I, a robot know, like, man. No, oh, literally, but I think like I am a uber, 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 not uber, uber, but like I am very in tune with my emotions and I know and mm-hmm. I can communicate my emotions. And if I like someone, I communicate it like in a very like visual way mm-hmm. and in a very like <laughs> auditory way, you know, like auditory, like, sure. um, mm-hmm. and so. I can, but I can also understand her staying in that situation for seven years. And she said, like, he was crying on the fire. They were watching the, you know, playback. And it was like, oh, that's the mm-hmm. first time I've seen like that emotion come from him. And I, in my mind, I would be like, like, this girl been under distress from the first month of this relationship. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this girl, she's, she's stronger than the Navy SEALs. She's stronger than, you know, <laughs> you know like she's, this girl is going through it for seven years and she has not got out and she has seen the indicators of like, hey, this isn't right. I deserve more. I want more. And she's still staying in it. I can get in that mindset because when you love someone that much, you're like, child, you can give me, <laughs> you can, you can give me the dirt outside and I'm going to take it and think this is like a million dollars. You know what I mean? But that's not what the actuality of the situation is. So I just really feel my heart goes out to her. Well, and Kate, the other thing too that came up this episode with Ashley and LaSalle's is um, it's been talked about a lot. that They're very dependent on each other. Um, But in this episode, it kind of goes to the point where uh, I guess Ashley doesn't have independence while they're, like dependent on each other and I, I found that weird just the way that it's phrased Mickey what did you think about that yeah I mean I felt like it's just sort of I think Ashley is just the type of person who like if you're her person like you're her person and like she's going to invest her time and energy in you and it was sort of like I, and like we'll put a pin in this about like what Jillian was saying where like all of her boyfriends have been like sort of obsessed with her and she's sort of realizing that like obsession and like you know infatuation is not love and I feel like Ashley is the type of person who like is like will do anything for LaSalle because she loves him and whether or not you know he took he's taken it for granted or he just like isn't that way I think that she just is like I imagine that she 
loves him so much that she would love to spend like all of her time with him. And it's not like she's like, oh gosh, I, I can't go out with my friends because then he'll get mad at me, blah, blah, blah. I think she just like enjoys being around him. So then it it sort of spirals into like, I don't have independence because I just want to be around you so much. And then you're not giving that energy back to me. And it's sort of become this weird codependent thing where we're like friends. You know, like, doesn't it seem like they're more like friends than they're in like a, a very serious committed I, relationship? You could tell me LaSalle's met Ashley five days ago and I would believe you. Like, I, it doesn't even <laughs> yeah, seem okay, like they yeah. know each other. So, like, if they're spending yes. literally all their time together, there's no evidence of it. Like, it just doesn't feel mm-hmm. real. And I know that the comparisons have been drawn many times to Julian and Kristen from last season. And mm-hmm. this was the episode where I really was like, no. I do not agree because with Julian and Kristen, we saw the love. We saw Mm -hmm. the things that had actually hurt each other. We saw Mm -hmm. like that they had a relationship, but that there was challenges to it. Mm -hmm. This does not feel like a relationship. Like the challenges that they're presenting are all of their own creation. There's nothing forcing them to happen. And literally it's like, they don't even know each other. So I really just, I, I don't see it working out hard agree Kirsten hard agree with everything you just say like that's basically what I was trying to say with my like weird roundabout thoughts (laughs) but also like I do need to point out that like yes if Trace was on The Bachelor she would be like a fantastic contestant but Trace is a Trace is a tempter who like is trying to get Lucelle to cheat on his girlfriend with her and she was like no I don't want to go on the date with you because Trace is playing the long game and she wants Lucelle to leave the island with her she just doesn't want to sleep with Lucelle like that is where she's at and like I think that it's just so funny to me that she's like no I'm not going to go on this date with you like I I need you to figure out what you want and he's like I do have a, a girlfriend like, who's on the other side oh, of the island? Like, like I do literally. have a girlfriend, you know? So, like, yes, of course. Like, it is hilarious that, or, like, very interesting that Trace is like, no, I'm going to reject you. I'm not going to go on the date with you. But, like, he isn't in, like, a committed seven-year relationship. And she's getting jealous of the other tempters, but not his girlfriend. I want to know mm. what they tell the tempters. Like, I obviously mm-hmm. the tempters have a very different view of the show than what we do watching <laughs> it. And so I want to know what their contract looks like, what their casting process looks like. Like, what, what show do they think they're on? Also, do you know if they get like an increase, if the tempters get an increase in payment, if they do kind of, you know, put the moves on X, Y, because I feel like that may be the case. Like, they, oh, I think we'll that throw, they get TV time. You don't think you don't think money is associated I, with it? I mean, I'm assuming that all of these people got like a hundred dollar stipend and a free trip to Hawaii, and <laughs> uh, like maybe they'll get like some Instagram followers. I don't like this. Feels like the kind of show where you get paid in alcohol and like a nice pat <laughs> yes. on the back. TBH, oh I can see, I can see that. But wait, I do, I do want to say, kind of circling back to their codependency issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I found it so off-putting, and probably it maybe it is true, but I found it so off-putting when LaSalle was kind of talking about how much um, Ashley is codependent, and he was just like saying, like, "Oh, I took her independence away. It was me." I found that very kind of gross to hear. It's like, even if it's yes. true, like, who knows? I'm not in y'all's relationship. But just like as a man, for you to say, like, "Oh yeah, like I want her to be free. I want her to experience things because I know I took it away." That sounds like this kind of gross to me. And I just wrote that down because I yeah. did not like that at all. Like just cavalier. hearing that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like cavalier to be like, well, I know that I have made her independence go away. So I'm giving her the permission. I'm happy Mm -hmm. that she is now finding it again. It's like, yeah, no. Exactly. Like, Mm -hmm. and if that's your reaction to seeing your girlfriend of seven years emotionally connecting with another man, (laughs) then that just goes to show that you, you are like, by the time you're going to temptation island, you already know it's over. Like, I know that Mm -hmm. some couples do stay together through it, but like, that's a miracle as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. I, I, I I, I agree. I think also Kirsten, like, The reason maybe that this episode was sort of like a snooze is because I really do feel like 
Lacelle specifically is checked out of his relationship with Ashley, the way that Jillian is checked out of her relationship with Edgar. So like, it's not like, it's more, it's way more exciting to watch people like be upset and have like genuine emotions and like go through something. But when like you are watching somebody be like, yeah, well, oh, well, you're sort of like, okay, then like, what's the point of this? Like, isn't the point of them like, filming them like doing something that they will perceive you will perceive as bad and like setting you up to sit at this bonfire to watch you cry or like have an emotional moment but then you're just like yeah well you know i'm happy for them like it's like what what do you we don't come here to watch people be mature about their breakup we come here to watch (laughs) trash and mess you know well yeah because you don't expect maturity from anyone who would go on this show (laughs) yeah Um, exactly so weird and like Ashley, I feel like kind of had a breakthrough this episode as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, Mar- okay, Markel Wahlberg definitely took a course at like the learning center oh, or something between seasons because I feel like, <laughs> like, like the what? learning center. Oh my God. What? <laughs> no, it, it's just hilarious. You're like so on fire already. We're 20 minutes in and oh you've made gosh. me belly laugh like three times. <laughs> like he's like he thinks he's a therapist like for real and some mm-hmm. of what he says is good and some of what he says i'll get to later that i think is just complete and <laughs> bullshit but like mm-hmm. when he, he's just like yes ashley you're feeling it and i'm feeling you feel it <laughs> and like we're all here while you it's so <laughs> i will mm-hmm. i thought like he probably oh well, i because i the only season of this show that i watched was the very first season um, and I was when I heard Mark Wahlberg, I was very confused when I saw him. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's the other one. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's, it's the one I never heard of. Um, but I thought that he was like, a, I thought he was a licensed, like, you know, nope. relationship coach. The fact that when he was talking to these different people and extrapolating different things, even though he still had his, you know, phrases, okay. What did, what did you see? Once they were just shown the footage right there. <laughs> what did you like, see? What do you feel? <laughs> what do you see? What do you feel? His go-to statements. And I can't, I can't get over those statements. Yeah, um, he's I not a like, licensed therapist. He's a okay, licensed he's television okay. host. Okay. Yeah, he's a licensed Wait, television also, host. Which is with, irresponsible. There should very. be a therapist doing this. There, No, there there really should, should be that life. Well, it's, it's many relationship coaches on television. I don't know why they got him, but um, I have a question and you um, girls will probably know the answer to this. So in season one, I don't know if they did it in season two or season three, but when they went to the fire ceremony, they typically, well, typically I only saw one season. They, they gave them an iPad where they and had like earbuds where they watched it privately, like while they were mm. at the fire ceremony. Did that like, and then this time they watch it in front of and they hear everything in front of the, you know, mm-hmm. other guys and everything like that. And so when they had the iPads, they could tell the other guys as much or as little information as they wanted to based off what they saw. Ooh. And we saw what they saw. Ooh. But I, I noticed that this was changed because, you know, the, they have the screen in front so everyone can see everything. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't like that in season one. And so I was wondering yeah, when did that switch up or has it always been? It was been like either that season two or three. I don't know for okay. sure. Yeah, last season they did it in public. And I do probably imagine that doing it in public brings out much more emotion because then you're like mm-hmm. you're put on the spot and you have to answer yeah. questions because everybody just saw what you did and you have to be mm-hmm. like, um, well, yeah, I didn't love that this man was licking whipped cream off my girlfriend, if that's what you're asking. Like it feels awful. Yeah. Um, versus like having headphones and being like, Yeah, it wasn't great the end no okay because that i think that's what we typically got even though the first thing was very explosive um in different aspects but i think i i kind of like this more more public display of embarrassment versus how you kind of get to hone that in and you get to tell them exactly it is is a public display of embarrassment it's like public shaming i mean that's to be fair that's reality tv if you sure. go on reality TV, that is a public display of embarrassment. And just, I'm allowed to say that because I've been. <laughs> yeah. I was right about to say you. Know. I know. Don't worry. Um, and they make you sign in the contracts. It literally says like you will be in positions where you could be embarrassed or ruin your reputation oh or like have a negative reaction and you are signing off that there there's no liability for anyone putting you in those positions so like they all know what they're getting into if they <laughs> yeah. contracts. 
Sure. Okay, Jacob, what is the yes. next couple that you'd like to talk about? Let's get into um, Edgar and his poem writing. And because mm-hmm. this confused the hell out of me. Specifically, what confused the hell out of me was Jillian's response to Edgar at the fire ceremony because it was completely different mm-hmm. than what she said in the previous clip when she said that Edgar hasn't wrote her poems since they've been dating. And that he was mm-hmm. a poet. And then she, when she saw the, you know, Edgar reading the poem so beautifully and eloquently and, and <laughs> very much so, she said, Oh, it's no worries. That's what he likes to do. No, girl, you was just bitching and complaining about that he hasn't done that. Well, not probably bitching, but in my mind, you were bitching that, Oh, he hasn't done this since we've been dating. And like, now nah, you want to come to this fire tomorrow? I'm like, Oh, no, nah, you know, it's okay. He's doing what he loves. And if he wants to do it, he's, he can. But I think that goes to show Maggie what you just said about her being checked out of the whole situation. Mm-hmm. She's 21. That's insane. Why why the mm-hmm. why would you go on the show and you're 21? You have your whole life to do what you want to do. Well, like, I think that's what she's realizing. She's like, like I, I I don't know that I should be here with him. I think maybe I should break up with him. I think that's what she's realizing. I don't think she should be there in. at all. I don't think she I think they should put like an age requirement, 25 and up. Like, child, what you 21? You are a baby. Sit your ass at home, go on Hinge, Tinder, what, Bumble, <laughs> yeah. and, and swipe away. You mm-hmm. After this, she might be able to get on Raya. Oh, honestly. Honestly? <laughs> I was just talking to someone point. about Raya. I was just talking to someone about Raya. So funny. Uh, yeah. um, Raya's all so, just DJs anyways. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was talking to an architect. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I know somebody who like um, met like someone who's like a like a business person in New York who like owns like a whole chain of like ice cream stores. Like they met them on Raya. So Ooh, it's not I maybe saw, it's not just DJs. Listen, I saw a TikTok that told me exactly where you're supposed to go, what you need to wear and where to go in Manhattan to meet a rich older man and be their second wife. So. I don't well, need Ryan. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe you should tell me and Jacob so Jacob and I can start doing it. Let's be, yeah, let let's be a rich older man's wife, Jacob. Let's do it. Let me see Honestly. if I can find the TikTok for you because just because that's not in the cards for me doesn't mean that it can't be for you too. You no, know, honestly, I kind of, you know, I love a person with a pocket. <laughs> um, speaking of, um, speaking with of a pocket, or speaking and of. Jillian well, because remember, yeah, just Jillian oh, and Edgar. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to se- segue back. Um, so this episode was basically about Jillian being like, I think I really like Tommy and I want to break up with Edgar. And Edgar being like, I really like Marissa and like holding her hands and looking longingly into her eyes on a boat. And um, yeah. well, because they both poem. made they both made friendship connections on day one. So it's time for <laughs> that to grow. Yeah, don't forget. Um, but like, okay, I'm going to be honest here. Okay. I went to art school. I went to the same art <laughs> school that Jillian and Edgar went to. I mean, a guy writing a poem is like the like oldest trick in the book. Are you kidding? Like, if a man ever wrote me a poem, I would be like, thumbs up. Thank you so much. Oh like, gosh. no. Like, come on. Like, you want so to heartless. catch a fuck boy? I mean, I think it No, you want to catch a fuck boy? boy. No, sure, but I'm not. telling you, they went to art school. Like art school boys? No, that is the oldest trick in the book. That you just met this woman 11 days ago, and you have a girlfriend, and you're writing her a poem. Okay, that is my. This is, it is not. It is not an F boy status to write a person a poem. Oh, here's, here's why I think this one in particular is F boy status. Okay, because I don't think he wrote this song for this poem for her. I think he already had this poem ready to go, and okay. he probably read it in the same before. <laughs> like it's the same poem. He did mention her brown eyes. Yeah, but, oh, so. you change brown, blue for brown, and then you're done. Like, it's an easy edit. It's like a Mad Libs. Okay, check hair color, check eye color. That's why Jillian wasn't mad. That's why she was like, oh, I heard this. Okay, yeah. this, is, this is go-to. You good. She's like, I helped him write No, literally. <laughs> I just think that, like, for me, maybe I am heartless. I don't oh, know. Like, I, I do. I think that I get embarrassed by, like, like, things that are so just, like, overwrought with, like, I just like, you know, it's just too much for me. I was talking to a friend recently who said that they can never get married because that would result in everybody seeing them a kiss their partner and b side (laughs) profile. Do you align with that belief? No, Maggie doesn't align with the first one. 
Stop it, Jacob. Enough. We said that we would not talk about this on air. I didn't say anything. I didn't literally didn't have to okay. say anything. Yeah, Jacob, oh my God, I'm going to be typing you. in the private chat to me. I'm going to kill you. Anyways, I used to feel that way, Kirsten. And then I fell in love when I was like, you know, 19. And I do realize that I could kiss someone, my partner in front of other people and that I could display emotion. I okay, just think well, that, like, if, if my partner, okay, you know what I couldn't do? If my partner was, like, also a performer and they were like, I would like to sing at our wedding, I would be like, hard, oh. no, hard, absolute no. There's just, like, certain things that, like, I can't handle. Like, yeah, it, that's cringy. It, as that well. just, yeah, it's cringy. Like, it, it just, like, and I think maybe it's because I just, like, am also a performer and I like know what goes in into it and it, it's very it feels like then suddenly this thing that should be very personal between me and somebody else is suddenly for everybody which I don't like I think I'm just a very private person um so I think maybe that's the issue um but yeah the the poem was not my gag there are girls apparently Jacob is one of them who would love it uh but I yeah. it's just not my gag I, th- I do think, though, that anybody who ever talked to me for more than five minutes would be like, hey, I don't think she would love it if I wrote her a poem. Like, I don't think that she'd be into that. This is you so know? embarrassing because I already have a poem ready to read to you when I see you in May, Maggie. And now I know you're not going <laughs> to um, enjoy or appreciate it. <laughs> I would love a friendship poem if you're not talking okay. about my eye color. And how you would like to swim in the pools of my eyes. Like, I, I'm I like, that. Brown eyes. What, what pool is brown that you want to swim in? Like, I don't think I'm scared to That's like, called scat play. Ew. Wait, was that too far? Wait, is that too far? <laughs> okay, we can edit that out. We're not. No, we're not editing that out. <laughs> Yeah, also my mother's going to text me and be like, what did Jacob mean? Because she certainly does not know what you mean. It's oh fine. God. And Mary, I'm going to speak to you directly right now. <laughs> if you're drafting a text message to your daughter right now, but what Jacob just said, don't. Press back. Yeah. Nobody mm. needs that conversation doesn't need to happen. I'm sorry. Right. I know yeah, that your family right. talks about everything, but you don't need to talk about that. But no, that one was kind of no. a layup. Kirsten said, what type of, you know, it, no, that, was, that yeah. was a layup. That was a layup. That's not that what was I was intending. That, that was like an easy, like, you know, go to, you know what okay. I mean for me. Wait, so I do want to say once again, Edgar pulled out his acting phenomenally in this episode mm-hmm. because he sees at the, I keep still wanting to call it a fireside chat. I know that's not what it's called. It's a bonfire. Um, he sees Jillian talk about wanting to kiss Tommy, which is within their rules. And he clearly mm-hmm. does not care at all about this. But he knows mm-hmm. I need to be emotional. So let me bring back what we talked about last time so I can cry mm-hmm. about that stupid promise ring again. And I swear to God, if anyone else talks to me about a promise ring until the day I die, like, get away from me. <laughs> I completely agree with you. I, I can, and I feel like that's what, like, a lot of them M- MO is, is to like bring, like, just to bring something that the littlest thing, not saying that wasn't little, not saying that was little, mm-hmm. but to me, that was kind of like, she, no, didn't it was little. She, it, it was, it was very little. But I feel like a lot of the guys and girls try to do that, like, try to bring something to kind of like ground them and, and center their emotions, like, okay, well, if I do this, then, you know, they already fucked me over. So I can, I can kind of have an out and be emotional and be sad about this and kind of find my comfort in the bosoms of another woman, right? Real, real quick. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, y'all, y'all are, y'all I have to find my comfort in Juicy. In Juicy, we'll be there to come. <laughs> A woman who goes by Juicy is the comfort that I need. (laughs) Jacob, will you rebrand and start going by Juicy Jones? I will, I will, I will, I will. Some people do call me Juicy. Some some people do call me Juicy. Um, I, I don't hate it. I can't. I you know Juicy J. Oh, Juicy. That that's like that's like very like strong and salacious juicy jay i'm gonna have taryn call me that first um but yeah oh my god next time you podcast with taryn when he says i'm here with jacob how are you say call me juicy jay call me juicy jay i feel like he'll short circuit he'll be like uh 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 and i would like to see it that would be hilarious he may smile but yeah Yeah, honestly yeah maybe he'll be into it jacob wait wait with the poem i agree maggie if someone was like very like cute and i don't i don't like if i don't like poems that are i like like basically what i'm trying to say is 
tell me in a poem how you want to do me. Like, tell me, tell me what you want mm. me to do to you in a poem. Like, I don't want like you want a dirty oh, poem. Yes. I don't want like, oh, when I look into your eyes, I see the pearl that I saw when I first came out of the womb. Like, I don't want no sentimental, mm-hmm. no sweet. I want dirty, grimy. I want gutter. I want, oh, sure. I put, if Think I could put you in an sex. elevator, no, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. put you in an elevator, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, like, this, sure. this I want that. I don't want no sweet stuff. So with the poem, yeah. if you write me something, make it gutter. And make it good. You know what my problem, you know, okay, so now we're getting into like Maggie's therapy time. Um, but you know what my problem with the poem is, is, is that like you said, it's sweet. It's fake to me. Like, and maybe this mm. is really how Edgar feels. And he just is like an over emotional man. I don't want to count that out. Like, and not even saying he's over emotional. Like, he just is yes. that, that, that's not what I meant. I, I mean that he is very in tune with his very deep mm. emotions and he's mm. able to bring them out quickly. He's an um, Enneagram four. For sure. Most certainly. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. Like, I really don't. For me, I think that I would look at somebody who wrote poetry for me after them knowing me for 11 days and me, I would be like, this is for you. This is not for me. Like, this has nothing to do with me, actually. Like, you don't know me at all. And like, all of this, like, this is like decoration on a cake that like has not even been made. Like, you just like Mm. iced a plate. You know, yeah. versus like you, we actually like baked a cake. It's like no. um, if you follow like the cake decorating TikToks, they have like the one cake that they scrape the icing off and stick it back in the freezer mm-hmm. so that they can just decorate mm-hmm. the same cake a million mm-hmm. times. It's that's yes. the poem. Sure, exactly, Kirsten, exactly. And I think that that's my biggest thing because like that is the biggest red flag for me and anyone that I'm going to date. It's like if I know that they're looking at me and they are thinking what could she do for me <laughs> or what could she be for me? I am instantly turned off. Like I, I don't need you looking at me and trying to figure out like what is going like to happen to you once I'm brought into your life. Like it, it needs to be about like us getting to know one another rather than like you make me feel or like you give me blah, blah, blah. Like if it's a relationship and like a coming together, like let's build something together you know but you don't want you don't want to make that person feel like ooey gooey like you don't want to like evoke those emotions out of that person of course i do not within 11 days because there's no way that it's truthful then mm, like there could be lust. lustful yeah i mean uh, yeah and that's the sex that you're like, looking for jacob to be fair 11 days in this situation mm. is way more time than anyone else would get in 11 days of dating and like mm-hmm. true I think you can meet someone and know right away if like something is there and like you're going to yeah. work mm-hmm. on it. And if both people are aligned in that way and you pursue it, then like you could feel something deep fast. I don't know. I feel maybe I'm just showing that I'm more emotional than Maggie. Who knew? Yes. Who knew I right? was the, the emotional one on this podcast? I thought you were a completely different type. But yeah. No, Jacob, I I found a man and now I'm like a baby. Wait, I saw that. Yeah. I saw the little cute photo. He's cute. Yeah. Isn't he cute? Photo, He's so y'all cute. Mm-hmm. Wait, is that what that red light is for right there? By your- oh my gosh, Jacob! <laughs> that is just where my phone is plugged in on the wall. That is a power bar. You are what? so bad, Jacob. Through oh, power bar. My God. Get out of here. <laughs> All power. right. Let's talk about the next couple. Next couple. Yes. Jacob. Who, who, who would you like to discuss? Okay. Let's talk let's talk about um we talk we talked about let's oh, let's talk about what what's what's their um 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 their what's her name? What's her name? Iris oh, or Ash? Ash? Iris or Ash? No, Ash, Ash, Ash. Okay, Ash. and just so you Iris. know, Jacob, because they don't they don't tell us on the show, but Ash um uses they them pronouns, just so you know. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. They didn't tell us on the show. We just found out last yeah. week, so just want to make sure people okay. know. Oh, Our did, first did two episodes start, start are with their social media. Yeah, it's just right on their Instagram. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Perfect. Um also I love Ash. I think Ash is the star of the show. Well, I th- you know I think why? Ash is toxic. <gasps> yes. Okay, I do. listen. Ash is the toxic one. <laughs> wait, wait, Jacob! hold on. Hold on. Before we begin, I do need to say whether whatever both of you think, the truth of the matter is, Ash is the star, whether they are toxic or not. And it is because they are actually going through something. Like we are watching them 
go through something very serious emotionally. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're drawn to them because like everybody else is seemingly checked out and whether or not Ash is toxic or Ash is being, you know, and they're not mistreated. Jacob Jones is wrong. Let's battle it out, guys. Let's talk. Jacob, I would love to hear why you think Ash is the toxic one in this relationship. Okay, I will read you what I wrote about them in my notes. Mm -hmm. Ash, the little thing, the little dash thing, hyphen, yeah, hyphen or whatever. Mm -hmm. Ash, I don't know. I feel like they are toxic. Make them (laughs) make themselves feel like they're a victim um, for the things that they do. It annoys me. But I like them anyways, in a weird way. That's what I have written sure. down. Because I feel like a lot of the times when they talk, it's let me get let me grab this situation to make an excuse for what I'm about to do. And for me watching that, it annoys me. And a lot of people do that, but I feel like they do it a lot more. But also I did have written down also that I do like them in a weird way. And so maybe that's giving star potential, but I just do not like the fact that they like grab something and then before they're about to do something, they make the excuse or the disclaimer. Oh, I'm doing this because, uh, and this was before See? they had the breakdown yeah, about yeah, yeah, of course. the, um, mm-hmm. um, just, uh, mental abuse and things like that, that they've been through. Yeah. See, um, to me, so. I don't feel like they do that. Like, I feel like they are hyper aware that they're going through some sort of transformation and Mm -hmm. are hyper aware that this is an exploration of a totally new type of relationship that they have never had before and that they didn't ask for. But I feel like by and large, they follow the rules that they agreed on with Hanya. Um, And it's not like they're seeing anything from Hanya's side to make it seem like they're not aligned anymore, even though they're not aligned anymore. Mm -hmm. Like they haven't gotten to talk. Yeah, this is and and this is what I did want to point out, Kirsten, because I completely agree with you. Like, I don't think that Ash has done anything outside of the rules, but I also don't think Hanya has either. I and so that's what actually my mother said. She texted me and was like, "Am did I your mother watches the show? Yeah, we yeah, get Mary's thoughts every week. Thoughts every oh single time. Oh my gosh! I know. That's why I said my mom's <laughs> gonna listen to the podcast because she like watches the show too. So this was my mom's oh my thought this week. And she was like, so am I missing something with Ash? They were in bed with a guy and they're crying because their boyfriend took a date and like sucked on someone's leg. And like, I don't see those two things as equal. I think that they have done this, gone further, both physically and emotionally than their partner has. Um, And I don't disagree because listen, yes, Hanya did suck on someone's leg, but you want to tell me the least sexy thing in the entire universe is an outside, like outer thigh suck of someone's leg on a dare in front of like five people with cameras. Like if I saw my boyfriend do that with someone, I actually think I would have the reaction of like laughing and be like, okay, this doesn't matter. Like the, the placement, there was nothing sexual about the placement of the suck. Like there was a ton of people around. It was clearly a dare. Like it just looked stupid to me. Yeah, they and even like even showed clearly, the dare. Yeah, exactly. So like, and nobody dared Ash to get into bed with Taylor and make out, you know, but it, again, that's within their rules. But like, I don't think what Hanya did is outside of their rules at all of what they've set up. You know, Hanya hasn't even kissed anybody. Okay. And and I do think that if something did happen, they would they would have shown it. But I like, are y'all saying that what Ash has done with getting the bed with um old dude is the same as what Hanya has done with licking? No. Because that's absolutely not no. the same. It's, it's not no. the same okay. at all. However... Both of them would be okay within the rules that Hanya and Ash set out when they started the show. Mm-hmm. But one is also worse than the other. Well, it's like, yes, it's quote, wor- it, it would be worse if they had different rules. But because they're allowed to like make out and explore things physically, then it's like to me, it's all good because that's what they agreed on. Hanya has realized that that's not what he wants and he's not okay with an open relationship. But again, they haven't had a chance to talk about it. Like, yeah, I think that if Hanya went to Ash and said, hey, I was wrong. I don't want an open relationship. I would like to stay closed and monogamous. 
that's a conversation for them to have and go from there. Cause that's what Maggie and I've been saying from day one. If there's mm-hmm. even a possibility of a relationship, you have to have amazing communication. It's the only thing that mm-hmm. could ever make it work. And they can't mm-hmm. communicate because of their dumb asses going on this show. <laughs> could y'all do an open relationship? Absolutely no. not. Could you? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, absolutely not. No, 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 no way. No, no. No. Yeah, I mean, no. if I'm going to kiss somebody in front of other people, like if I'm going to have a boyfriend and kiss them in front of other people, they better not be kissing anybody else. Like if I'm yeah. already going to embarrass myself and be like, I like oh, you and say that to other people. Okay, but, maybe, but you know what I mean? Need, like, now it's time for curse and therapy corner, Meg. Because it's not <laughs> embarrassing to like somebody and for people to know of it. Of course not. No, of course not. I'm, I'm like making fun, you know, of like the... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it seems like there's something deeper. No, nah, Maggie here. means all this shit. She means all this shit. Maybe we'll talk <laughs> off pod. Um, oh, but I, I, but you know, it's like the idea of. Uh, anyways, I I think that it's just like the problem is that their rules are like were defined, but now are like not aligning with what they want. And I do think like Ash agreed to the rules but like didn't want to so they're upset by like leg sucking which i do think is unfair if they are they agree to the rules in the first place don't agree to rules that you don't want to agree with yeah um and then also like you are participating in similar behavior so like i do think that it's unfair to be like well i'm mad about this if you are participating in behavior also Yes, but at the same time, people can't control their feelings and they're irrational as a, like people are sure. irrational as a whole. And that, so it's like, I, I don't blame that's why, people for being irrational. And that's no. why they're the star of the show, right? That's why they're the I star love them because so it's much. like, this is exciting. I feel like I don't get star. I don't, I don't know. I don't, uh, y'all saying they're the star of the show. I binge this shit today and. I don't know. Probably I need to take it in doses next time to get actually get the Who star potential. Who do you think is the star? Mm, I don't don't say Marco Wahlberg. Oh, I would never. I mean, Marco Wahlberg might be the star. I, I yeah. probably I'm like biased, but I mean, he he no, he doesn't have star potential. I can't I can't even lie. I don't know. <laughs> I, I will say Edgar, but I was like. No, he doesn't have star potential. Like Edgar wants to be the star. Oh, he does. You can you can tell, but I don't think he has that in him. But I don't know. I just don't see it from Ash. Hmm. Mm. Maybe I'll watch more. Watch yeah, more. Well, back. We need full cheating before we decide who the star is, I think. <laughs> yeah. You're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. Once we get that moment, once we get like you know, full <laughs> then I think we're gonna be seeing a whole much like kum 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 like the rest of the show. Like all the videos. Uh-huh. Once we see one person doing a <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. then it opens the mm-hmm. floodgates for everyone else to do it. That's what I'm excited for. That's I wanna see debauchery on the family. I wanna see that person look with their friends watching this shit go down and then be like Damn, I haven't even had sex yet. That's what I've been restraining myself for. I ain't restraining myself anymore because I seen do it. And so I'm gonna do it. You know what I mean? I do think that there will be cheating and then lots of revenge cheating. Oh, yeah. We're building up feel like Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, which brings us to our last couple. How did you feel about Luke and Iris, Jacob? How do you pronounce her name again? Iris. 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 I wrote down um, Iris confuses me because she confused me episode three or was was this the episode that she told Odu, hey, I don't want you or like I need some space. That was, yeah, it was episode or was three. was that last episode? Mm-hmm. Okay, episode yeah, three. Like, she confused the hell out of me then and then just her like, I get it. Okay, I want space. I need to figure out where I want to go. And when she said, when she told Odu that, um, I was like, oh, she's going home. Like, I think she's like, you know, expelling herself from the competition. And I, but, and so she confuses the hell out of me. And especially, oh, I just don't want to be locked down to one thing and that progress to something. I just think it's pointless for her to be there at this point with the mindset that she has. And these guys are trying to, you know, get more airtime, trying to date her, trying to, you know, compete to like gain her love and she's like not with it and saying I want my space and so I just thought she I think she should go home I thought she was going home yeah it just doesn't make sense to me 
I think that she is like in a moment where she started to like him and was like, oh, my God, am I going to want to cheat on my boyfriend? I can't do that and stopped herself and is trying to be respectful of her boyfriend. But I think her boyfriend's going to cheat on her in uh, two episodes or so. So I think when that happens, maybe she'll be like, hey, come back here. You know, like I don't I don't see they, they are the two that if one of them cheats. The other one is going to jump into bed with somebody else. Like, there's so oh, much resentment. Luke is already there. a little horny boy. So, yeah, Luke is it. horrible. I am so sick of this boy acting <laughs> like he deserves, like, he literally is like, oh, why does the past get brought up? It's like, could you keep fucking doing it? Like, even at the bonfire, when we see the scene from last episode where that nurse who obviously does not know the true situation, oh, she's I just hate her. I hate her. I like, hate her. It just seems immature to bring up what happened six years ago. And it's like, you think this was six years ago? Luke was texting girls on the way to Temptation Island. I know it. Like, <laughs> I don't have any evidence of that, but that man has never stopped texting people ever. Yeah, I'm about to go he, to this thing with my girlfriend real quick. Yeah, I'll be back. I'll hit you back up when I'm when I'm home, like yeah, some shit exactly. Like, <laughs> like he is pure trash. He has never stopped texting other girls. I, I don't believe it. And if he says that he did, he's lying. I there's no way. And so mm-hmm. when he's like expressing, like, oh, well, I just feel like the past gets harped on. And then Iris is like, yeah, I do kind of get that. I do harp on the past, but also we have a recurring issue of him texting girls. It's like. I just don't feel anything for him. And I feel like Marco Wahlberg loves Luke. Love. And just like, he's like, oh, he's my little head boy. And I'm going to pat I him think- on the head and say oh, he's head- experiencing <laughs> a journey. <laughs> Shut up. Shut I up, think Marco Wahlberg. Wahlberg, I think he sees the potential of a redemption arc with Luke. Absolutely I think not. he's like, this is the guy who's going to come out a better man because of this experience. And I do think that Luke, all he has to see is like Iris, like nuzzling with someone in the pool. And he's going to be like, oh, fuck this. And like, go back and be like, juicy, get in my bed. You know, like, I don't think that that like is going to happen. Like, I don't think that the redemptive arc that Mark L. Wahlberg wants to happen is going to happen. Perhaps it will. And we will have to eat our words, Kirsten. But goodness. It's, here's the thing. They might show us a redemption arc on the show. It's fake. It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This is a quick sideline. So Juicy had a confessional where she was like, oh, we need drama. We need making out. And then the next scene we see is a, a, a piss ass sucking of the thigh. I was so mad. I thought <laughs> we were actually going to see some debauchery in this happen. But all we got was some whipped cream or sucking on the thigh. I was so pissed about that. Juicy confessionals get get better. But yeah, Luke is not the golden boy. When you said, you Kirsten, you confused me when you said um, he's like Mark Wahlberg's like head boy. That's like, that's what, that's I what meant I'm like calling in Harry Potter. But, uh, I meant like oh, in Harry, Harry Potter. Oh, I don't, I don't watch Harry Potter. I don't know what Harry, I don't, I don't watch that it, stuff. It's, it's like, like the, the top nerd of the class who's like in charge. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I was like, whoa. But, um, but yeah, not Luke, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, hold on. <laughs> that's my nickname. Um, joking. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah luke isn't the one luke isn't the one or the two i, I he yeah <laughs> my mother this is disgusting my mother disgusting. um i'm gonna ignore your um your uh can we get married this time jacob <laughs> Um, to say that my mom texted the only thing she texted about Luke and Iris the entire episode was Luke's gonna be quote fixed by the end of this journey with an eye roll uh, emoji. So Mary I also mean, is on your side. Kirsten is like, shut up, Luke. Bye. I can only hope they fix him literally with a vasectomy. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Kirsten, uh, Kirsten. I do not want him raising children. I'm sorry. Kirsten. Kirsten. Oh my God. Kirsten, now come on this now. Is, come on. Because that would have never happened if you <laughs> Jacob, we had Laura on last week. We had my friend Laura on. And she yeah. said that about Luke, she said that her mother would have said, This is nature's way of saying do not touch about Luke. <laughs> Yeah, Luke, yeah, Luke, yeah, Luke. Laura was so good too. Damn. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. She was. No, um, it, 
He just yeah. is like red flag city to like everything about him. He's like a walking red flag. It's just I can't wait for Iris to escape his clutches. It's gonna be. Do you glorious. like Iris? I'm, I think really know she, her. Yeah, okay. like she's given nothing to us at this moment. But I do think later in the season there's gonna be something there. You know, like also she she had that little conversation with the guys where she opened up about how they pay for things. Or something like that. It was a quick little chat, and that kind. Of, do y'all not remember this? She was saying, "Oh no. yeah, I um Luke pays for like our day once a week, and then I kind of handle everything else that I I need. I pay for everything else regarding myself." And the guys were like, "Oh yeah, that's not normal." And then she had a confessional well, where she said, and she had a confessional where she said, "It's not normal. It's not, I'm not used to like opening up about like my struggles with um with Luke to other people, but it's so freeing, mm-hmm. and I, I get to, I feel free doing it here because I'm always trying to like appease um and paint him in the best light with my friends and X, Y, and Z. That I just don't mm-hmm. do it here. But that whole conversation threw me for a loop. I see. I understand. Go ahead, Kristen. No, no, no. You go, please, Maggie. Well, I was just going to say, like, I can understand, like, I feel like everybody does this. If you're in a relationship and, like, you maybe are like, well, if I tell my friends this, that means they won't like the person. Like, then you, like, keep that little tidbit to yourself. But, like, if you, I mean, they've been in a relationship for a long time. Like, you, if, if you're not living together, but, like, you are wanting to make a future together. Like, I do understand wanting to save money. And, like, if you pay for a date a week, like it, I would be f- totally fine with like, you know, paying for myself in most cases if I was with a long-term partner, because I don't think that it's fair. Like if we're doing everything together for them to be mm-hmm. paying for me completely, you know, but um, go ahead, Kirsten, what were you going to say? Yeah. I was going to say like money stuff in relationships can be such a thing. And I feel mm-hmm. like it's when you hear about something truly unhinged is when you know that a relationship is super broken. Like I had a friend, uh, in the past that was in a relationship and they like lived with their partner they would go grocery shopping and then they would break down the receipt like in excel and pay for like what they would use like you even if it was like granola bars and it's like okay well i'm gonna eat two of them and and he'll eat four he'll pay for two-thirds of the like it was like to that level when they would drive each other's car they would like pay per kilometer rather than just Mm. filling up the gas like stuff like that where i was like this is so weird and they're like well how do you like pay for things in your relationship and i was like well like because this is when i was living with my ex i was like well we go to the grocery store and then one of us pays for it and then they were Mm -hmm. like well and then how do you like even like what do you do with the receipt after i was like we throw it away because then the next time Mm -hmm. someone else will buy like Mm -hmm. we just take turns like buying like it's not that deep and so that Mm -hmm. was something where i was like oh there's something weird yeah. going on that really should still together last, oh, okay. um yeah no that is weird i even like, like and so like I, the thing of like oh well like he pays for one date night and i pay for everything else i do it's like on its head that doesn't strike me as that odd unless he mm-hmm. like makes way more money than her and then mm-hmm. it's like oh well maybe it should be like balanced differently yeah. like I, I i feel like we just don't have the full picture but i think that the core of it is that it bugs her Right. Because like it, it, it clearly like, even if it like, whatever, if she's in the wrong, if he's in the wrong, like like money stuff, like you said, is so like tricky and varies person to person. Like if she's bringing it up as like a gripe she has, Mm -hmm. then like there's something there, no matter what it is and no matter who's Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, like there's obviously more to that story that we need. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't necessarily need to know. So we don't need to know about anyone's yeah. finances. But like, if yeah. it's going to be a plot point on the season, then we would really need more information to be able to assess that, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I'm even like Kristen. That story that you told me is sh- like that has me shook because I even think like when my roommate and I go out to the bar together, like one of us will pick up the tab one night and the other one will pick up the tab the other night. I haven't sent him a Venmo in like. T- two years for like a drink night with like my roommate who I'm not, you know what I mean? Like we just live together. So it's not like, that's just like very intense. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like if it's someone that you're going to like be sharing things with a lot or go out with a lot, I'm personally Mm -hmm. the philosophy that it it all evens out in the end, as long as you're like taking turns and no one's taking advantage. Um, It's different Mm -hmm. story. Like obviously like when we go out in New York, Maggie, like I'll want to make sure it's like an even situation and no one's like, like buying all of the drinks but that's because we can't go out all the time right 
if yeah. we lived mm-hmm. in the same neighborhood and we're going out for drinks once a week, then it'd be like, yeah, we'll take turns. Like, who cares? No, totally. Years. Absolutely. I don't know. Uh, um, it's just so weird. Okay. I've never dealt is with there that. Any, is there anything else, Jacob, that you have like overall, overall feelings about the season that we didn't talk about? No, I am very hopeful for this season. I think we are in for a lot of interesting mess ups. And I don't think I honestly don't think any couple will stay together. I don't think any couple should stay together <laughs> um, after this. And that's I mean, I've only seen season one in this season. And and so probably I should go back and watch the other ones. But I feel like that's like a rarity where you just don't have hope especially on episode four of no couples being together at the end of this. Yeah. You know I, mean? I feel like this show kind of um, hopes for at least one couple or so to like stay together after all this stuff. They like realize mm-hmm. that they're the true person for each other. But I don't think any of these couples should stay together. Um, they should have bought some yeah. other couples that kind of had like no issues in a sense and gave them a fighting chance of like staying together. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was, very, I think it's a very cute show. I was actually thoroughly inter- more entertained than I thought I would be. I I, mm-hmm. I I was coming into it like, okay, you know, it's just, I, and I, I wonder if people watch this show for like some like foreplay, like sick, you know, people that are into like, you know, <laughs> this type of stuff, they watch this type of show for like foreplay and stuff like that. But the ABC mm. party was so cute. I thought it's just the grinding uh, and Jillian on the, on the counter was so cute or grinding her little ass. <laughs> Um, onto Thomas or whatever his name is, but yeah, I I like. If she show. doesn't end up with um, Edgar, I can send you her phone number probably. If you're if you're interested. Oh, in perfect! Her. No, she's definitely cute. <laughs> no, definitely. no, I'm where just kidding. Live? I'm not gonna send out her phone number. I no, think where she, does she lives in live? Florida. Florida. Oh, it's a spider on my wall. <gasps> Did you get it? Uh, I think oh so. Or I think so. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a very cute show. I I love talking with y'all this about this. What, Maggie's in red in her debauchery outfit. And <laughs> it's a sweater it's like a like it's not it's a, a, it's a beautiful v-neck sweater it's red Thank though so it's giving off very like vixen vibes don't you know Mar- uh, maggie that if you wear red you are the devil literally dang it i should have thought of it before yeah, you should know that <laughs> um yeah. what was i gonna say oh well i think that this is the thing that like Ali sort of said when she came on too is like Temptation Island is like so fun to talk about. Um, except if you're me and Kirsten who like every week has to like wring <laughs> everything out of the episode, but we've had such fun guests that it's easy to, you know, well, like I also is- I think like going by couple makes it way more fun. Cause I we're yeah, not totally like agree. getting into the minutiae of it. We're just having a good time gabbing about a show that we've mm-hmm. watched. And like gossiping. It feels yeah, like literally. Where I'm just gossiping. <laughs> no, I love this. It was um, this was kind of this was like the hottest um, podcast that I've ever like, recorded. And I'm not just saying that like what I said at the beginning, but this was like even this, like the I felt very like I don't know enticed in this conversation a little bit. I don't know. It was, it was very. Were you good. tempted? Were you tempted Ooh, by uh, this conversation? Honestly, I'm about to go in the streets. Jake <laughs> <laughs> was headed for the gutter. <laughs> but no i had like a i had a blast with y'all it was this so much fun. thank you so much for coming jacob where can people find you if they're interested in hearing more from you um people can find me um on twitter um at jacob j underscore jones do you know occasional big brother drop-ins um also though if you um are a real housewife fan i just always love to plug these shows just because i watch them and I just love when people tweet me about these shows. Um, Real Housewives of Atlanta premieres May 1st. Their trailer dropped. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills trailer dropped today. When I say I love my Atlanta women, love them to death, would do anything for them. They're my number one. Beverly Hills fucked them up with with the trailer for this new season. I haven't Kathy watched it Hilton, yet. Kathy Hilton is getting dragged into mess. Lisa Renna is always on her villain era. Kyle is turning on not one sister, but her second sister. And we're just getting um, a lot of mess. And this season is probably going to be ph- phenomenal. Um, and so y'all should definitely tune into that. And yeah, I, you can catch me. Jacob, I don't know. We haven't talked about this yet. Have Did you see that they're going to create a new... Real Housewives of New York, like completely um, new cast, and they're like oh, they're, yes. tapping, and they're tapping Julia Fox to do it. And like, I feel like a lot of people think that Julia Fox just came out of nowhere, but she has been the New York it girl for 
15, 20 years. Like she's she born and raised in the, New York. Um, girl. She was friends with the um, Inventing Anna girl. They're like, they're oh, like, yeah, on, on Adelvi. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like yeah, she, Adelphi, I mean, yeah, yeah. she is, I mean, I was listening to a podcast today um, and it, it, Teffy was on it from TikTok. If you don't know Teffy, it's like, hello, Teffy, I think is her name. And she's lived in um, Brooklyn for nine years. And she said that when she first moved here, like Julia Fox is like a renowned, like underground artist. Like the artist community in New York is like, oh, she's a sellout because now she's like mainstream. But like, wow. she like is very, like, she's like such a part of the New York scene here. And I feel like it would be so awesome if they could get her to like, and like create a group of housewives around her because I do feel like it will get like, younger women then really interested in the show again and like really reinvigorate the franchise i'm like very interested in that one is going to one is going to stay on bravo and then the other one is going to peacock and i think the reboot with the um other cast with like the younger cast Mm -hmm. more diverse cast is going to peacock not on bravo because i don't think they want to lose out on that big of an audience with starting from a whole group of women especially when new york housewives um ratings have been sucking tremendously through all the franchises so um, yeah. Did either of you watch The Real Housewives of Vancouver when it existed for the brief two seasons? No, I didn't. Was it good? It was. Oh. It was everything to me. Me and my friend Melissa used to watch it every week. It was so good. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. Oh, I love it. Um, on YouTube. But yeah, that's where you can find me. Kirsten, where can people find you if they if they want more from you? Uh, well, they can find me entirely too many places, um, but that's fine. <laughs> never, uh, so, never too many. So currently on Post Show Recaps, I am covering Bridgerton Season 2 with Sasha Joseph, uh, Geneva Guadalupe, and Sarah Carradine. And you can, you can find that podcast on the iTunes homepage right now. Uh, mm-hmm. And you can also find me covering Riverdale each week with Frail Mary over on Kowski Cast. That's Cow with a K. As well as doing a BoJack Horseman rewatch podcast with the great Lindsay Wilson over at BoJack Horse Pod. We just launched your Patreon. It's a big time to be alive for us. Um, and you can follow me everywhere at Kirsten Said What, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What. Uh, Maggie, where can they find you? I'm so proud of you. Stop I know it. I jokingly said it at the beginning, <laughs> and I know you're going to hate this, but I am so proud yeah, no, of you. Like, you've worked your ass off for so long. It's like a big, it's a very big deal that, like, the fruits of your labor are really coming through. And I'm so glad that you're being celebrated like this. It's so exciting. I'm really so proud of you. <laughs> I know, I know you, I knew you were going to hate it. I was like, she's going to hate it, but I have to say it because I am really proud. Um, if you want to find me, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at MLMorgan underscore. And you can find me on Twitter at underscore ML Morgan. And um, yeah, you can find me on the Big Brother updates sometimes. Um, and you can find me here next week. I'll be here. Hell yeah. Break it all down. Um, thank you everyone so much for listening. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.